0: This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you by Mexican food dishes. Mexican food dishes, satisfying white girls in the ways that uh, white food dishes just can't. (laughs) Welcome back to Here's What i Don't Get, from north to south, east to west, the only formerly international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I am your host, Ted Burton. With me today, as always, my friend, Timothy the handle breaker. (laughs) How's it going? Not too bad. How'd you like my tornado siren? Hello.
1: That's our new Doppler 3000. Yes. Yeah. Just me saying hello. It works about as well as the news stations does it's very true uh
0: boy howdy episode 279 which i did not label in the uh recording software like an idiot but i'll figure that out when i'm editing how's it going tim how was your week you went to a big concert
1: i did yeah i went to go see slipknot uh is that first suicide squad movie still terrible (laughs) (laughs) uh i you haven't you haven't seen i have no idea what you're talking about yeah there's a a nothing of a character in su- the first suicide squad movie called slipknot oh i believe his 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 ability is i think he's doing forgettable loud noise music no it's i think he has the ability to tie slip knots.
0: well oh, amazing yeah. like everybody else yeah <laughs> uh i got to do i got to see snoop Dogg and ice cube yeah yeah uh yeah. twice Nice. Are you jealous? Yes. I got to smoke weed with Mr. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I got to con- <laughs> consume the marijuanas with uh, Mr. Dog. Man. I referred to him by his government name. Yes. Mr. Dog, Mr. And Mr. Dog. Cube, please write yes. this way. Yes. Uh, yeah, actually, we did. We had Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube here in town this week, and I did work both of those concerts. And let me tell you, um, you could smell weed outside the arena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty wild. They had an after party upstairs in the, like, Players club suite uh-huh. or whatever it is. And we were finishing loadout about 1 a.m. and it was just fucking still thumping in nice. there. So it was cool. I got like, uh, got like not, I got like one finger gun from Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah, because I was standing in his way. It's still more than most people. I was kind of standing in his way as he came off stage. Accidentally, I thought he was going yeah. off the other side of the stage. I was just standing there waiting for Loadout to start. He kind of walks off, and I was like, ah, shit, I'm in these people's way. So I just like stepped out of the path, and he just kind of pointed at me like, my man. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was a, it was a loud show, and I c- can't say I knew anything that was being played, nor did I really particularly care. Yeah. Uh, I also got the great joy
1: of going back to school. Oh man. Like, just like Rodney danger, <laughs> just like Rodney danger. Make you one of those, uh, hors d'oeuvre sandwiches.
0: I, uh, got hired by my, my alma mater to come uh-huh. back and do what I used to do as a student, except now I'm getting paid a lot of money to do it, Yes, which is way better than paying them a lot of money to do uh-huh. it. Uh, and it's very, very funny because there's clearly, um, there's clearly a, a divided opinion on me in, uh, the, in, okay. what, in the staffing yes that's, that's there the mu- i'm working for musical theater right but like the design side's all straight theater drama yeah. it's you know drama is yeah, what they not, call themselves there's
1: no there's not a whole lot of straight theater out there so i'm working for
0: the musical theater department because yeah. the musical theater department fucking loves me and they, <laughs> like, i did my first show with them Kind of almost a disaster for a lot of various reasons. They were very upset, but then after that, I like I pulled it out. I you know turned the ship around, and they just loved me for the entire rest of the time I was there. I did every fucking musical theater show, and so when they were like, "We need someone who can mix a show," well, because mm-hmm. I guess they've had that problem a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they my name was the first one to come up, and they're like, uh, "The theater department was like, ah, he wouldn't he wouldn't be interested in doing that." <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. I see how it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're not, like the theater folks, the guy that ran the design school has not said a fucking word to me. <sighs> I know, it's incredible. But the uh, the director of the show, like last night we finally got, you know, and she just said, the first words out of her mouth, I just want to say it's so great to have you here. Thank you so much for doing this. It's so great to see you. Uh, you know, just yeah. very nice, very kind, you know, heartfelt words.
1: It's like still getting along with your ex's parents. Yes,
0: yes. Uh, <laughs> the new, the director of the School of Musical Theater who I have never met before, uh-huh. he comes to me at the end of my first rehearsal and he's like, he's like, you must be tab. I'm the guy that runs this. <laughs> this sounds great. This is the best it's ever sounded. Thank you so much for doing that. Like, wow.
1: everybody is just so nice. Yeah, just, just, just kneeling down. Yeah, and it's like, it's
0: like, Man, that feels good. And then, meanwhile, the theater people are all just kind of like, ah, "I can't believe he's fucking back here." Yeah. Like, yeah, because I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> Not to toot my my own horn too yeah. much, but it feels really good to like have people who appreciate you. And it also feels really good to you know actually do fucking theater work for a change. Yeah. So I haven't gotten to do that in a long ass time. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm completely unprepared for the show. You know, when I was in school, I would do these shows and I would like walk into my first rehearsal and I'd have the whole show programmed in the board, all my pickups and everything. And I mean, I'd be set up and ready to go. I walked into the first rehearsal and I have never read the script. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like reading along and mixing shit and changing the way the board is laid out because it got laid out by someone else. So I got to fix all that shit all on the fly while I'm working. And I'm like, yeah, I know I missed a bunch of cues. and I'm trying to get everything straight now. They're like, no, no, it's fine. You're doing a great job. So it's kind of wild. It's, It's weird being... It also, everything feels... I haven't grown, you know, when you were a kid and like you went to your grandma's house and then maybe you didn't go back for another year and you had that growth spurt and it's like, wow, grandma's house is a lot smaller than I remember. I haven't grown since I left college, but I have been working in spaces that are considerably larger. So I get back there and it's like this, this feels small. small. I was, I went and I wasn't. I finished my rehearsal and I just went across to another theater because that's my mentor runs that theater. so I just went, you know, sure. shot the shit yeah. and his show finished. And he was like, Oh, you want to help load out? And I said, sure. You, what do you want me to do? I'm going to fly some legs out. He's like, yeah, I go to fly the legs out. The house that I used to work in, our grid is 80 feet. The house that I'm in, that I was in last night, their grid is 41 feet. <laughs> and their goods only weigh like ninety-five pounds and ours yeah. weighed 260 pounds. So I grabbed this set of legs and I just <laughs> fucking rocketed that bitch out. And I did it. I knew it was lighter, so yeah. I did it one-handed because I I know I know that I will fucking yank the shit out of a rope and I still just rocketed it out and i was like oh man this this is i need to really dial back it's <laughs> like um like in a movie when the person like spider-man finds out he's yeah, spider yeah, yeah, powers yeah, yeah. and he like tries to grab mary jane's tits and just
1: crush <laughs> the like, fucking bubble wrap <laughs> i guess it's, it's the first one he like rips the handle off of the uh the sink you're thinking about yourself <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about yourself i am morning. thinking about myself yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, or or like in uh, uh, x Men Origins Wolverine when he actually cuts the, the whole sink the apart. Sink yeah, off, there's, yeah, that's a, that's a, a meme. I felt like that. This is weird, but yeah, <laughs> the this booth that used to feel like this just cavernous space in the middle of the house now feels like this little claustrophobic little place. But it's fun. It's something to do, and it pays. And I've been just out of my own morbid curiosity because. Uh, there was a, there was quite a bit of negotiation as far as like what the actual pay was going to be. Uh. And so just to, you know, out of my own curiosity, I've been tracking my hours as if I was getting paid on my normal job uh-huh. just to see how we're lining up. And so far I'm still ahead. So that's good. Huh? Yeah. Uh, what about you, Tim? What else have you had going on other than your Slipknot concert?
1: Uh, been working You've been working me to death. Yeah, I've been working everybody to death. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who will say yes gets worked yes. to death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to think. I mean, it really hasn't, I mean, that's, that's been it. We recorded, and then I've been working. Yeah, Pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: looking forward to finally getting some sleep tonight. Yeah. That'd be so, nice. Yeah. Not in my own bed, though, so I don't know how well it's going to work. I got I I slept not here last the night before last and then last night I came back home because I have stuff to do today in Tulsa and then I'm gonna go back to this evening for rehearsal. And so I was I came back and my cat was like, Holy shit, you've been gone for a whole day. Been gone for a whole day. It was it was weird. I guess probably he probably saw me pack the bags. And I was like, oh, he's going to be gone forever. And then I came back the next day and he's like, oh, my God, it's so great. You're back. Yeah, that's what it's like to have a dog. Now he's (laughs) going (laughs) to be. He is a
1: dog cat. Yeah. Because he comes when you call his name. Like, he he fetches. I get home from a four-hour call. Yeah. And my dogs are like, you've been gone forever. (laughs) I thought you died. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. Uh it's like a video of a serviceman coming home. The door opens <laughs> and they rock it out. <laughs> that is those those videos where people like
0: their dogs greet them after yeah. they get back from Iraq. It's like, yeah, but he also did this when he came back from
2: uh, the
1: grocery store. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh,
0: anyway. well, are you ready to get in some issues, Tim? Yeah. What's your first issue this week?
1: Uh, here's what I don't get. That's assault. Oh, God. We're going to talk about this? Only tangentially. Okay. So if you, for some reason you haven't heard the news, Will Smith. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. One black guy slapped another black guy. Yeah. That's the news. That's the news.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and because they're famous, um, uh, a bunch of people are like, well, he should- He should uh, file charges on him because that's assault. Like, no, that's a fight. Yeah. Dude said something. Actually, technically, that's battery. Technically, it is battery. Assault is the threat. Yes.
0: Battery is the action. Most people
1: think it's the other way around. They do. Um, uh, You just have to imagine like a sock full of batteries that you would beat someone with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The... So the thing about this
0: whole Will Smith Chris Rock thing is that like it's obviously fake, uh, number
1: one. Okay, you're in that camp. And number two, uh, why does anybody fucking care? Sure, sure. Um, but I mean, I'm even going past that. Like, I'm just thinking, like, even if it's the general situation, like, that's not assault. That's a fight. Dude said fighting words. Did he though? Nah. Eh. He made a joke about the guy's wife. You're
0: at you're right. at the Oscars. Like sure, Ricky Gervais got up there a few years ago oh, and yeah. roasted everyone
1: on stage. Oh yeah. I, I, someone tweeted it, was like, oh, so someone could have just slapped Ricky Gervais a few times. Like <laughs> But like but to imagine, to imagine the situation on the street, right? Uh-huh. Guy's with his wife. Guy's mm-hmm. like, hey, you got a bald ass lady and then the other guy slaps him. That's a fight. Uh there's a reason duels used to be legal. And I think we've got we've like they're not legal anymore and they totally should be cuz i cuz i i spend i have spent you know uh i've watched a lot of videos of fights cuz uh they're funny um you know public pub, yeah, people, public be, fights public yeah. fights they're great to watch you know oh, like, yeah. like 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 one dude takes on four dudes and like k.o's them all in one hit or there's, there's one that was several years
0: ago and you may have seen it, but it's all these black people fighting at Disneyland. And uh-huh. then at one point, this woman on a motorized scooter just comes in and rams like three of them. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh,
1: and but y'all, there's, there's a lot of, you see like, like one-sided fights, right? Like when someone has like their, their camera out, right. And some old, some late, some Karen is yelling at them. Yeah. Right. And then the Karen, then the lady spits in their face. Because it's a it's a verbal argument, uh-huh. uh, and then I, I'm going to you know I'm calling the cops. And I'm going to sue you for assault. That's a little bit you know
2: that's think, not that's not
1: really a fight. I think there should have to be a minimum. There is a minimum, I think. Right? Like if you're like talking, physical contact. If you're talking shit,
0: right? Yep. And someone punches you in the mouth, it is now a fight. Yeah, and. And if, unless the fight goes on for too long, right? Yeah, because like, we've all we've
1: all seen like like uh, someone get on top of someone else, you know, beating them in the face, and like the person goes unconscious, and they're still beating them, and everyone's like, "No, he's he's out, he's there, out, he's there, out."
0: There's battery, right? Yeah. But if you if if you talk some shit, like if you come in here and you're like, "I think Star Trek Picard's the best Star Trek ever," and I just nail you right in the fucking uh-huh. face to shut your mouth up, and then that shuts your mouth up. That's it.
1: That's it. That's done. We, we solved the problem. Yeah, we solved the problem. That's what a fight is for. Yeah. A fight is solving a problem. Now, if if I punch you and then you
0: punch me and we exchange punches for a little bit uh-huh. and then eventually one of us gets knocked down, that's a fight. That that problem, problem solved, solved, Right. Right. Now if you fall down and I keep wailing on you, now we got now there's another problem that yes. needs to be
1: addressed by an outside force. Or or like you're stomping on my head yeah. while there's blood pouring out of my mouth. Uh-huh. I've seen that video. We should have fight rules for society. Yes, we should. That's why like like I said we need to bring the duel back. We in do. fact, in fact, I think the Oscars are the best way to reintroduce the duel. Okay. So, uh, they serve no. They already serve no purpose to society, right? Yes, I absolutely agree. But we have the format of like, uh, so we what we need to nix is we need to nix the academy. Part. Yeah, get rid of all those people. Get rid of the academy, right? And the thing you have to nominate yourself, right? If you think you did a the, like such a great job playing King Richard II yeah, no, or no. What, no, no, this, this I don't m- think I don't think you should nominate yourself.
0: I okay. think the rest of your cast should nominate you, and then you have to accept or decline. If you
1: decline, you're pussy ass bitch. Sure, okay. That so here's my idea, right? If you think that you did such a good job, you put your heart and soul into this biopic or this drama or whatever, it's right? Biopic. Biopic. Yeah. Um, yeah, If Benedict Cumberbatch thinks he did such a good job- In the imitation game. In the imitation game, right? He nominates himself for best actor. Yes. Right? And he's put into a pool with all the other actors that think they, they did- did the best. They did the best, right? And you know that like, Will Ferrell's not going to nominate himself for Anchorman 3- he might, well, that's he, the thing. He, he could do it they, as a they're, goof. They're so but egotistical. They um, they might just sure. nominate themselves, right? But but you know, there's some people that, that totally wouldn't like. Um, I assume like Chris Hemsworth wouldn't nominate himself for Thor four, right? It's know. just it's it's just kind of a job to him, you know. Yeah. At this point, but if he wanted to, he totally could. Um, and we'd have to instill some rules, like you only get what your character could have okay right um so what happens when peter weller nominates himself for robocop he fucking wins peter weller wins best actor for robocop okay problem solved see i think it should be and i mean all those other people that he killed in the best actor category are now dead I think it should be like a March Madness bracket style thing, celebrity boxing. Oh no, no, no! That's the thing is right because instead of having the like five per category, mm-hmm. it is now all the people that nominated themselves. They right? have such an ego, yeah. And such an have, and I would say like if you have an even number, you do the bracket system. I want this shit to be like Battle Bots. Uh huh. I still. I have you watched that show? like
0: the old one the that old was one on TLC yeah, yeah, yeah I watched it back in the day I haven't watched it have yet. you watched
1: the new version not another version it's still pretty awesome there are a couple seasons in they do bracket systems they do exhibition fights um it's an hour long and there's only like 4 fights per episode which kind of sucks wow yeah it needs to be 30 minutes it needs to be a 30 minute show yeah, with I think 4 fights the old fights. one was was 30 minutes and but the the fights are still as exciting as ever um I saw a bot get just blown to pieces <laughs> the other day. It was amazing uh it needs to be like that um if you have an odd number I say on the on the on the years you have an odd number of contestants mm-hmm. Last year's winner has to come back no no I think you do uh you do rounds of free for alls oh so you just
0: drop everybody into a ring like a, a like a
1: um Demolition Derby. A four-man
0: cage, shoot and ladders cage match. Sure. Yeah. Or you
1: could like theme, or you could theme it to whatever, um, uh, like, like, right, like Benedict Cumberbatch played a king, some old British king, but Anthony Hopkins also played some old French king in, in both of these movies that came out that year. So that whole, those categories, they get put up against each other.
0: King versus King.
1: Well, the, you, when they get when they when they get to their fight, it's like, okay, you get a sword duel in a palace. Nice. Seems like a lot more production, but it seems like it'd be a so, lot more entertaining. But it would be a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, the assault thing, I saw a meme and it was the Herald. Like this week I've changed from being an expert on uh foreign oh, yeah. policy to now I'm an expert about
1: assault and battery. Yeah. Like people People just run their mouths about that. What was it? Who was uh, Judd Apatow was like, uh, he could have killed Chris Rock. With a slap? He open hand slapped another man. Open hand slapped the man. And, And Chris Rock took it like a fucking champ. He did. But it's
0: just, it's so, to me that whole situation is so fake because it's, like now, everyone's talking about the Oscars, and people are going to watch the Oscars next year. There's a percentage of people who sure, watch the Oscars sure. next year I,
1: to see this thing happen. I understand that part, but the the reason I don't think it's fake because I don't think anyone on any of that team could come up with any could, could come up with anything this exciting. It's not it's exciting.
0: The, it's not exciting. It's not. Ex- they, anything. I still think it's they, way
1: over their head. Tim, every the
0: the human race is now completely programmed. I stand with Ukraine get yeah. vaxxed and masked. Chris Rock was assaulted. Like they just clicked uh Here's the meme for the week. Here's the meme for the week. Uh, ignore all this data coming out about 90% of deaths are in vaccinated people, uh, Will Smith slapped the shit at Chris Rock. Uh, the, be, talk about that. M- put memes on it. L- put le- letters over Chris Rock. Put letters over Will Smith. Do the thing where you turn them into cartoons. Just any anything but focusing on like what the hell is yeah. that? Don't don't focus on the fact that there's now an avian flu outbreak in the United States mm-hmm. that came from China again, a fucking again. <laughs> don't pay attention to that. Leading into the midterms, uh, pay attention to these two black men fighting. Yeah, it's 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 a work. The whole thing's fake. The whole thing, if, even if the slap is real, the reactions fake. The reactions
1: fake, yeah, sure. It's, because ever I mean, as soon as it happened, it was uh used and abused by the media. Yeah, Um it's gonna be on entertainment tonight. Sure, six million times of course. TMZ. I'm, it's yeah,
0: it's because because everyone's programmed. It's com- just. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested no. in the drama. I'm not interested in celebrity drama. So no. why be interested in this one? Yeah. Uh, as far as assault, I do agree with you 100%. We need to bring back fighting. Like the fact yeah, the fact that you can't have, like you can reasonably walk around in the world and not have the shit slapped out of you for some of the dumb shit you do to yep. other people. Like the fact that you can go to the store and be a terrible mother and not and not risk someone
1: going like, yeah. tell your kids to shut the fuck like oh, let's let's wait to my second issue. <laughs> uh, that is that
0: is like a failing in the world. People yep. need to be afraid of. I, when when we were in high school, we had this uh, world history class, and I don't know if you're you who you had, but the teacher I had, she had to do this website uh, where you like created your own nation. Yes, and you filled I in vaguely recall about that. It. Yeah, and I remember one of them was. There was a question in there about duels, and they oh, would and nice. as you answered questions, it would like create this algorithmic write-up. Yeah. And yeah. it was like the the, the nation, of nation of tab has blah 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 and frequently has honor killings in the street. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah. It does. That sounds like a great place. It sounds like a place where uh you keep your shit on lock because you don't want to get, you know, the shit busted yeah, out of you. Yeah. Like that's why you know people when the January sixth thing happened, there were the pictures of the senators and congressmen like hiding under their desks, and it's like this is what Congress should look. This is the way congressmen should feel every day. Yeah. People are like, well, why? Why, why, why? Because if they're afraid that people are going to come kick their shit in, they're not going to push policies that will make people want to kick their yeah. shit. In. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, we live in a society we don't do the whole might makes right thing anymore. But there's a certain amount of might makes right. Yeah. When you have uh, several thousand truckers blocking your city telling you they don't want something. Maybe it's time to fucking listen and back down off your stupid bullshit that's not working. Uh, and, but that's not the way it works anymore because we no. live in a society so everyone has to be like lovey and happy and take care of one another and protect ourselves from ever having any consequences for our actions. It's like the no bullying in school the zero tolerance policies, all they do yep. is punish the victim punish for the victim. also yep. being a victim yep. as opposed to, a, uh, creating a system where a kid bullies another kid and the kid finally has enough and knocks the bully the fuck out. Yep. That's that problem, problem solved. is solved. Yeah. This kid now has self-esteem. The bully's been knocked on his ass. The problem is solved, but instead we got to intervene. We got to tell them that like to talk about their feelings and whatnot. And then when the kid, ex- the, the, kid being picked on explodes you punish both of them so he he learns to just bottle that up don't let it out don't let it out don't let it out and then he kills Seed, a bunch of his yeah, classmates a couple years. on the inside forever and never actually create a confrontation yep
1: people i, t- I saw ahead. a video of a uh a classroom confrontation but uh it was between a kid and the teacher nice and the kid got wrecked. Oh, really? Oh, and the teacher was—he was taking it. I mean, he was the kids just like up in the front of class, like just yelling at him, calling him names, and he's just sit hes just standing there. He's kind of looking around, and he's taking it. And I mean, he's taking it for a few minutes, and then and then he just looks at the kid, and bam, straight into a punch.
0: Nice. Although I think the teacher probably should have gotten punched. Too, because I mean, it, just, it, turned,
1: it turned into a fight just for the sake of teachers. Being no, he punted. did get, he did get punched. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Oh no, he did not come out unscathed. Teachers should just get punched every day on their way. And he into got punched school. by a different kid. I'm pretty sure, if I call. Nice. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. took the initiative to be like, oh shit, they're punching each other. He, <laughs> teacher's getting punched. I can punch teacher. I can now. punch teacher. Yeah. No one's who's gonna. No one's ever gonna know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't don't record
0: this. No. That's why people pull out their phones. Yeah. Like instead of creating a conversation... People just pull out their phones and like the the guy there. This was months ago. I was driving and I guess a guy got upset that I wasn't going fast enough or something. Mm-hmm. And he pulls up to me at the next light and he's got his phone out and he's videoing me and he is screaming, just fucking losing his mind. And I can't understand a word he's saying. Yeah. And I rolled down my window and I'm talking in about this voice, you know. R- relatively calm. Yeah, I just yeah. keep going. Like what? What are you talking about? What-? Like he's gonna start a conversation, then film it, and then yeah. whenever I react poorly, edit that to yes. make it look bad. Versus him, you know, just having a straight up fight where I would knock his because he was a little you know manlet soy boy with his needle arms and big <laughs> thick glasses. I'm just like, calm the fuck down, dude. We both. Do you notice how we both ended up at this stoplight? Nothing I did affected Impeded, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would have ended up the stoplight and I would have pulled up next to you versus you coming around behind me, whatever the I I still not exactly sure what I did other than like turn onto a road he was driving on and not go 60 miles an hour or okay. whatever speed he was going. God last night I was driving home and this guy in a Mercedes it was making me nuts. I got on the turnpike and this guy in an Audi blast by me, probably mm-hmm. doing like a hundred. Yeah. And I got on the turnpike doing like 70. So I increased my cruise control to the mid-80s because mm-hmm. I wanted to stay in that guy's wake. I figure he's gonna get nailed first. Oh yeah. And yeah, I yeah. kind of keep an eye on him for a few miles. So, so, you, so you
1: can you can speed up, but he's he's the um he's the blocker. He's the blocker, yeah. 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 So about that same time this
0: Mercedes comes on and it's 80 miles from Oklahoma City to Tulsa yeah. and the whole 80 miles this I set the cruise control and didn't fucking touch it for 80 miles aside to get off and wow. pay the pay the toll I passed and was passed by this Mercedes no less than 10 times
1: just like just put it on cruise control fucking and, set your cruise yeah. control.
0: and so I'd, I'd just he would slow down and I'd pass him and then I'd get like a little bit down the road and he would speed way up and speed past me like I I have not touched my gas pedal or my brake pedal for the last twenty minutes. Yeah. Just fucking pick a speed and go that speed. He was making me nuts. I hate when people do that. Uh anyway. Well, let's uh, get into some my first issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Hotels. Tim, you know what a hotel costs a night these days. Uh, is it a chain? It's just just, in, what would you guess? Just in general. I don't have like a specific number in mind. Uh or a specific place in mind. 150. Yeah, for a nice one. Yeah. That's that's probably pretty fair. Uh for We're talking
1: like motel eight. Motel at eight
0: side of the road.
1: Si fifty sixty. Fifty six bucks. bucks, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then yeah, you have your big four star places that are sure. You know, obviously a lot more than that, and I've I've stayed in those too, but do you know what they all basically come down to? A bed and a table with a lamp on it and a shower and a shower, yeah, a yeah. bathroom, yeah. They they that's that's what a motel is, yeah. And even the five five star, you know, top of the.
1: It's just, a, it's just fancier rated whatever. You get fancier sheets and- Yeah,
0: sometimes and you, know, you get like a suite where it has a, a dedicated bedroom and a little sitting area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then you're paying way, way more, more. Way more. Yeah. Way more. And they're just- Nothing about hotels is nice. Like, you have neighbors next to you that have sex and, and yeah. knock on the paper-thin walls. or get, We stayed in this hotel once- we were we were doing something out of town, and at three in the morning, someone comes and just starts pounding on our hotel room door, asking to be let yeah, in. Yeah, and like, that are me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trucking and Tuck and I are like, Tim, we don't want you in here. But he's like, like let, it, like we don't know you. This is not your room. Go away.
1: Obviously, some drunk fuck. Sure, uh, I was. Just gonna, I was going to say, I was in um, uh, years ago. I was in a. Uh, I was staying at a hotel in Atlanta with my dad mm-hmm. and he goes I think we're going to have to sleep in shifts. Yeah. Cuz it was it was it was a it was a La Quinta so it was a chain but it was rough. It was it was a rough one and he was telling me a story about like being in New Orleans with my mom for a friend's wedding and they the hotel they stayed at like they had they didn't get any sleep because it was like the it was a kind of hotel where people bang, where people try to unlock, see if your doors unlocked or not at night.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, and I've stayed. Um, my dad and I used to go on trips kind of regularly, and our my stepmom would book us accommodations, and she would always try and find some like nice place that she could find a deal on. Uh-huh. And I can't tell you how much I hate like high dollar motel hotels versus a cheap side of the road nights yeah. in, because. Like the beds are basically the same, but one yep. thing I found about high dollar hotels is a lot of times high dollar hotels, at least ten plus years ago, yeah. high dollar hotels had you had to pay for Wi Fi like ten dollars a day mm. versus Motel Six is free Wi Fi. Yeah, so I'm paying three twice the cost, and I'm also paying for Wi Fi. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, I, and the hotel, I don't like the hotel experience. You gotta haul your bags in an elevator upstairs. They always put you somehow. The rooms near the elevator are never open. You always no, end up no, at the end no. of the fucking hall uh, the, yep, on the seventh yep, floor. Yep. Some stupid shit.
2: <laughs>
0: and they're they're expensive, and they have all these fees. And especially in the era of Airbnb. Yeah. So I'm working out of town this week. I obviously don't want to drive two hours in a $5 toll back and forth every day. Yeah. That would just be a killer on gas. Thanks to Joe Biden. Uh-huh. And it'd be a killer on tolls. Thanks to a bunch of shitheads in Oklahoma in 1957 who voted to pay off the turnpikes as one lump sum instead of having each road individually pay for itself. Mm-hmm. And so now here we are, uh, 70 years later, still paying for these fucking worthless toll roads. So I was like, well, I'll work my accommodations into my fee, so, so that I'll get paid for. I tried to get them to put me up because they have the university has these like little condos that they don't use anymore. They mm-hmm. used to be for graduate students, and now they're just kind of empty, and they'll huh. they'll put visiting professors in there. Oh, really? Yeah, and we've put they've put people who've done design work for us in them before. But you couldn't get one. But they wouldn't do it. Yeah, mm. the, the drama department wasn't going to really push uh, for it. You know, uh, so it's like whatever. It's,
1: it's an empty yeah i mean weird uh it
0: just goes back to that like okay musical theater really likes me drama does not that's right
1: uh and
0: since since like mt is high there's there's a whole like weird accounting thing that goes on there but like drama has ultimate say on the Uh, on the expenditure but mt gets to push for stuff so uh. they're like yeah we're not paying for housing hey just like petty bullshit from people who are petty and i earn more i started earning more money from them the year that I, like the year that i graduated bam Man. automatic anyway so i look went and looked on airbnb airbnb one bedroom with its own bathroom 33 a night <laughs>
1: holy shit
0: yeah and then there's like a little, there's like a cleaning fee that's on there and uh, there's like the standard taxes that you yeah, have to pay. Right. So it ended up being like $270, I think. For, for the whole, uh, yeah, nine day stay. God. um, Or not nine days, seven days, seven day, whatever it is. Yeah. and A week plus. Yeah. And then I also have, th- I have four days on the next week that I have to go back for like, why would it, why would I ever want to, cause in a, you know, a neighborhood, neighborhoods are generally quiet. Yes. Uh, I'm there's parking right there in the driveway, I get to park and a drive and I'm just doing one that's just renting a room. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, cause that's all I need. I'm going to yes. work at on campus. I'm going to do my day job on campus. I have my, I set up my whole computer setup in the booth so I can just go in there, hook in and do my job yeah. as if I was doing it here at home. And you're not, you're not running crazy hours either. No, I'm doing one rehearsal a day and yeah. one performance a day. Like, I am... This is the least amount of stress I've been under for the last two months. I bet. And so, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll sit down and knock out my work during the day, go eat places. I'm probably going to go drive uh, the last stretch of Route 66 in Oklahoma yeah. that I haven't done yet. Um, like, I, it's really... I That's why I've, I I li- used to like doing these freelance off-site gigs uh-huh. because... It was a vacation that someone else paid for. Yes. Um, and I haven't gotten to do those in a long time, partially because theater's been shut down, partially because I had a full-time job. But now I can be a lot more flexible in those things. And I think I'm going to start pursuing uh, satellite work again. Cool. A- anyway, the Airbnb thing, you can rent. Like I'm renting just a single room, but for the price you pay for a nice hotel, you can get a full fucking house. Full house. For you can get a an apartment somewhere, a yeah. condo that is near to your. Like if you're going to Dallas and you're going to be doing, you know, seeing Slipknot at yeah. the what's the Ford Arena? I think so. Or some whatever it is in the center of uh, in the center of down downtown Dallas. Like, okay, I'll just rent sleep in this condo i'll walk to the arena there's a bunch of restaurants there and then we'll leave the next day and you pay as much as a hotel room but you get a full kitchen uh, a bed multiple bedrooms or a single bedroom bathroom sometimes a washer dryer yeah like why the fuck would I ever want to stay in a hotel again, yep. aside for when I'm driving cross country and it's like, ah, I need to stop for the night. Let me just stay at this Nights Inn or Red Roof Inn or mm-hmm. Motel 6 that's right there off the interstate. But when I get to California or Oregon or Wisconsin or wherever the fuck I'm going to end up, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go look at VRBO or Airbnb because I can get accommodations that don't feel like they've been cummed in by 400 million people. Just the walls are just spattered with cum. You know it's
1: the truth. Every hotel you've ever been into is just just a fucking cum rag. I remember seeing a video of someone walking into their hotel and being like, oh look the cleaning lady organized my butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: hotels just, they suck and I don't understand why we would still even use
1: them. So the only thing that I'm thinking of is well, so Airbnb, there's there's a lot less um long term s- stays. That's true. And so that's the only thing I can think of um, for the one I don't know, it's not, it's not even a plus, it's a just a situation for hotels is a long term stay. Like uh when I worked at that museum, the mm-hmm. guys I was people I was working with are there for, you know, three, four months. Yeah. But I've, the touring
0: shows like the Broadway shows that come to town that sit down for three weeks, a lot of those guys go get Airbnbs, not, oh, yeah. Because they're cheaper and they get a buyout.
2: Yeah.
0: What, what I don't all like, sure, if you need to bring in a conference and 500 people, put them in a hotel. Yeah. But just think about how many times you stayed in a hotel in your life and how many stories you have about, how it was a nightmare yep. and then think about how many times you stayed in Airbnb and how many of those stories are bad because I, yeah. my number is zero. Like <laughs> I have never had, I've stayed in some weird ass Airbnb yeah, weird ones, but I've always had a nice day. Yeah. Like when we did the show in Chicago, the Dick show live Diego rented this Airbnb cause it slept like 24 or something. <laughs> and we get in there and we jokingly called it the ISIS training compound because it was just a bunch of futons face to face (laughs) and then they were curtained off. So yeah, yeah, it did. It was a storefront. It did sleep 24 people, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a house. It was a very bizarre thing, but we had a great time because it meant that we were all kind of, the only thing to do was to spend time with one another. Uh, The same thing with when we, the Airbnb we stayed at in, in Dallas and I've stayed at Airbnbs on other trips and, they're, they're always nice people. Like um, My girlfriend in college, her parents came to town for her graduation, and they stayed at this Airbnb that was a casita on the back of a house, mm. and they were there. They were there for a week. I don't remember how long they were in town, but one of the nights, the o- the owners of the house, of course, live in their house, yeah, yeah. and then this is a mother-in-law suite that when they bought the house, their mother-in-law stayed in, and yeah. now it's just an empty, so they they rent it out. and they were so friendly and nice that like we just spent time hanging out in their kitchen (laughs) and and like met them and they were, they were OU grads. And then one day we had a big, we cooked out in their backyard at their pool. Like it was a great time with these basically strangers Strangers, who were just loaning their house out versus like you go to a hotel. I remember this one very distinctively. We used to drive to Virginia beach to see our family every year. And we usually stop around uh, Cookville in Tennessee because that's a little over halfway between Tulsa and Virginia Beach. And it's right before the mountains. My mom didn't like driving the mountains at night. So we would stay around Cookville. And one year we stayed at this Best Western in cookville and i went to the front desk to get something in the morning maybe i just went to go pick up breakfast stuff i don't know but when i was walking back i passed there was a little card one of those stand-up tents that they put on the desk and it was like book with your visa or pay with your visa and get this batman package and it was comic books and like a disposable camera and some other cool stuff and i was like holy shit and i so i get back to the motel room and i'm like mom you need to pay with your Visa cuz there's there's a Batman package <laughs> for it. And she's like she's like what are you talking about? Like, there's a card on she's like, I paid with a Visa. I said, "Well, uh. there's a card on the front desk. It says if you pay with Visa, you get this Batman package. It's got cameras, got comic books, got all this cool shit in it." And of course, I love Batman. Yeah. And so she calls the front desk and the front desk is like, "No, we don't we don't have that. We don't know what you're talking about." And I w- I was like, "That card is on the front desk. Yeah. I, I'm not making this up." So I run back to the the front desk and they've taken the little tent down. So a lot. my mom ends up arguing with them, and somehow magically they may, they managed to fork out the comic books, but yeah. not the disposable camera, the, uh, the other stuff. So it was a program that was in place. Yeah, they course. were just cheap fucks. Yeah. And, um, my mom has never stayed in the best Western ever again. I don't think I've stayed in the best huh. Western ever again. And that was probably more than 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah. You know that those those are just two little opposite stories of <laughs> Airbnb versus VRBO versus yeah. staying at a in a hotel. Change, like yeah. I I don't get it. And I, I know people like my stepmom is like, oh, I always stay at Hilton or Marriott or whatever, and uh-huh. I like, use my rewards points to get free bookings and all this shit. It's like, yeah, but like I go stay at an Airbnb and I pay. Yeah, Airbnb takes a cut of that. But some guy gets $40 a night. Yeah. Like, this person now just
1: has money in their pocket that they get to keep. And So there's some mega chain. And people will always bring up, like, oh, that hotel breakfast. Everyone loves hotel breakfast. But I hotel breakfast is spotty at best. Uh, Another great example of a story. We stayed in a motel in
0: Holbrook, Arizona. It was a travel inn or travel lodge. Um, Air conditioner didn't work, which if you know where Holbrook, Arizona Uh is. Well, if you know
1: where Arizona is.
0: (laughs) In August. Yeah. uh, Not a great thing. (laughs) And then their included complimentary continental breakfast was
1: donuts. They had donuts in one of those little
0: acrylic display cases. You could eat a donut
1: or like, like that. I I went to a La Quinta in, Mm -hmm. in uh, Atlanta. That shit was hot fire. Yeah. Dude was cooking his ass off in the morning. He was making the best fucking eggs and sausage and biscuits. Like, I don't know if they like, cause you would think like, Oh, it's a chain hotel. They just get like this frozen shit in every week for breakfast. But dude was cooking his ass off. He put his ankle in it. Yeah, the uh, I don't really care for the
0: motel breakfast, like because I most days don't eat don't eat breakfast.
1: You same, yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you have like a cold pizza slice bar? (laughs) 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 Maybe like some uh, some uh, leftovers, little some cold some cold chicken nuggets or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like and if I'm traveling, I'm. Just as likely to go stop at like a and Dunkin Donuts a, yep. or McDonald's or wherever and get, you know, Chick-fil-A and get a breakfast biscuit on yeah. my way getting on the road. Like it's really not the end. It's free, but
1: it's in the price. It's in the price. Yeah. yeah. Uh, n- none of it's good. And some kids, some kids always hogging up the waffle maker.
0: The last day of the month is the, is the day to get your application. So he asked about it on the 28th. Tim, how many days are there in March? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. You have three days to get this shit figured out. You had six months. You're gonna wait until the last four days to get this shit figured out. Oh, absolutely annoying. And I have to play telephone to do it. Annoying. Yeah, hotels don't need them. They don't side of the road interstate hotels. Sure, I'm sure truck drivers. I, I don't know. They they have the sleeper cabs. So. You know, it's just your your long haul commuters who don't who aren't like me and won't just drive it in one straight shot. Just drive straight to your Airbnb. It's way more fun. Like the Air we stayed in the Airbnb in um Tampa for Road Rage Tampa Mm -hmm. and it had uh after the show, like we did the show, we did the after party, and then I get back to the Airbnb and Carl from Who These Podcasts is sitting up on the balcony, it's like above the front door, and he's drinking you know, some beers. And so then I went in and I got my, a bottle of whiskey and I went out there and sat with him and we're just like, you're just so tired, but you're still kind of like pumped for Uh how how much fun it was when you do those entertainment shows. So we're like, man, that was a, that was a really, really good show. Like, yeah, it was a good show. And we just kind of sat there and then Dick got there and he comes in, and he comes out, and he like just grabbed every beer that was in the fridge and just <laughs> piled them into one box, and just brought them up to the the balcony. And then he then he's like, "That's pretty good show." Like, yeah, it was a pretty good show. It was pretty great. And we just, I think we drank until like two or three in the morning. Man. Uh, like you can't, we you're not you are not going to do that in a hotel room. No, we stayed in we stayed at a hotel when we did the Vegas show. And do you know what Randy and I did in producing? Randy and I shared a room. You know what we did in the hotel room? Sleep. Slept and changed clothes. Yeah. That was about it. Like everything else we went out and did other places.
2: Yeah.
0: Because there, there's, there's nowhere to be. You can't be in a hotel. <laughs> like you have the little desk and the rolly chair. Yeah. And sometimes there's like a uh, like a stuffed chair it yeah, would sure, be part sure. of a furniture set. But even if you have a furniture set, right? I've always hated the chair in the furniture set because you have a sofa, a loveseat, and then the little chair. Yeah. Like, no one wants to sit in a little chair. You, when you arrange the room, there's nowhere to put it. Just give me two sofas. I can, I can see four people on two sofas. Yeah. I can see f- four people on a sofa, a loveseat, and a chair. So, yeah, anyway. Well, that brings us to Miller episode, which means it's time for episode is brought to you in part by Ricada News Network is definitely not fake news
1: well Tim what news do we have today Uh, our first new news story comes to us from Italy Uh, tourists in Venice Italy uh, have been issued weapons to fend off violent seagulls in the area Apparently, what are they feeding the seagulls? Apparently, the seagulls congregate around the popular tourist hotspot of Saint Mark's Square, and uh, across many of the city's ornate balconies, and have been giving hoteliers and, or I assume, Airbnbers, a headache for years. Um, the manager of the Monaco and Grand Canal Hotel uh, was quoted as saying, "A gull flew off with an entire steak." just as the waiter lifted the lid off the plate he was serving it on. Wow. The predatory birds have also been known to snatch ice creams, croissants, and sandwiches out of tourist hands, as well as smashing glasses and plates. So what weapon did they give? Slingshots? Water pistols. What? You know you know what's a better weapon than a water pistol? A pistol? A regular pistol. <laughs> One of those tourist judges that fires, you know,
0: <laughs> I think those fire what 10 gauge shotgun 10 gauge shells? shells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen the, have you seen the like four gauge shotguns for taking out whole flocks of birds? No. They're, um, they're incredible. They're really, uh, I think it's four gauge. It might be like a one gauge, but it's they're You use them for duck hunting. Okay. And you fire them from a boat. So you, you put the gun, I think, out the, Uh, prow of the boat, Okay, you're laying prone in it, and you kind of paddle the boat a little bit with these little short paddles that you put your hands out the side of, and so your boat just kind of slides up to the flock of birds, and then you spook them, and just as they take off, you fire into it. It's got, like, a pound of shot in it, and it'll just wipe out a whole flock of birds. That's what these people need. That's what they need. They need those just mounted on the like... On every patio, aimed up in the air, when the seagulls start to come in, they're
1: like, "The gulls! The (laughs) gulls! The gulls!"
0: They're They're just firing up in the air. They like they play they play that hello from the beginning of this episode, let everyone know to take cover while (laughs) the seagulls just come
2: crashing down. Into
0: hello, oh god, the gulls are coming! (laughs) It's the gulls! It's the gulls! They're playing the tabs. Look at a fire! Them. Get <laughs> under cover! People are like pulling out Kevlar umbrellas. Dead seagull <laughs> bodies just raining down upon
1: them, and
0: then a bunch of wild dogs come and drag the seagull well, bodies away.
1: Funny you mention uh, more animals because apparently uh, in the past, this uh, hotel association has employed falcons, yeah, uh, a fake owl, and uh, also acoustic deterrents to combat the gulls. Um, they, but the falconers apparently were too costly to use every day. Mm. Uh, this is too, yeah, not sustainable. Um, apparently in 2008, the sale of pigeon feed was banned due to a swarm of pigeons in the area. <laughs> I just think these, these birds are, uh, they're probably just protecting their turf. Yeah. They're probably, they probably watch a lot of Hitchcock movies. Yep. Well, uh, our second second news story uh, comes to us from a celebrity. Celebrity we hear uh, at Here's What I don't get have a uh have a fondness for. Is it Dolly? It's not Dolly, it's Sly. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, number number three. Yeah. <laughs> <And> unfortunately <laughs> uh, it's not great news. Oh. Specialone is getting in on the NFT market. Ugh. <sighs> He's launching the Planet Sly NFT collection, which is composed of nine thousand nine hundred ninety-seven generative digital art pieces celebrating his, his life and film career, career. Yeah, uh, with some of them including exclusive and varying levels of interaction with the actor himself, including perks like a dinner with him, mm-hmm. virtual movie screening, exclusive. Oh, oh, that's the one I want. <laughs> exclusive events and more uh, is launching in April. Uh, we might have to get on this nft It includes Tim. both blockchain based and real life collectibles uh it's described as being curated by sloan himself as a place for fans God, collectors. i want
0: the nft of the fucking rhinestone suit from the end of rhinestone or no i want drinkenstein
1: <laughs> i want the nft um it says uh let's if, see
0: if if there are rhinestone NFTs, uh-huh. They will of course be worth nothing because nobody else loves rhinestone. Yes. I will absolutely buy all these <laughs> NFTs. Uh the NFTs NFT, bro.
1: are called sly guys. Yeah. Uh fans wanting to get first access to the oh, NFT wait, wait, sale. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? I'll just fucking right-click the JPEGs. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. <laughs> uh Fans wanting to get first access to the NFT sale via an invite-only presale need to show, quote, Sly love by submitting a one-minute video on their social media channels that demonstrates Stallone fandom, be it an impression, art, or more. There's also a Discord channel fans are encouraged to interact in to better their chances at early access. Fans who are chosen for Tier 1 access are guaranteed the opportunity to mint up to three Sly Sly Guy NFTs before everyone else while Tier 2s give the chance to win up to three before the public sale on a first-come, first-served basis. Uh, Additionally, some lucky holders will get to participate in the ultimate Stallone experience, dinner, and after-party later this year. Uh, In order to gain access, fans have to have at least three of the Sly Guy NFTs in their wallet at the time they take the snapshot later this summer. It's a, quote, over-the-top, no pun intended, uh, and... A free day and night celebration of the life and career of Sly to take place in Miami, which will include a gala dinner with the man himself. I just joined the Sly Guys Discord.
2: (laughs) 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 My first
0: message was, any Rhinestone fans here?
1: (laughs) Amazing.
0: Uh, I'm going to now change my... Oh, wait. I don't want to change that. I want to change my profile. <clears throat>
1: to a close-up of Dolly's breasts.
0: <laughs> Edit server profile nickname. Drinkingstein. Uh huh. Save changes. So I am now Drinkingstein in the Slide Guys Discord. I will be exclusively shitposting.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> <about sighs> rhinestone. About rhinestone. Uh. Well, we've got a uh, new story from a different celebrity. Is um, it our second favorite celebrity? It is not. It is uh it is someone you know of though. Uh Rod Stewart. Oh. You a fan of Rod Stewart? I like that song, Maggie May. Maggie May. I do not. My dad plays it too much. <laughs> my dad has played that song too much in my life for me to enjoy it anymore. Um uh he is seventy seven now. And uh there's a recent video, recent videos on Instagram have caught him doing some community service. Not because he got you know, uh, not because he was, you know, a crime or anything, but, uh, he's actually doing some actual community service because he's a, he's a cool dude. He's doing it. Um, he's doing the kind of community service tab that I think you would appreciate. Yeah. Uh, These videos on Instagram show him shoveling gravel into potholes near his home, wearing a high-vis vest. Quote, I'm repairing the street where I live as no one else can be bothered to do it. This is the state of the road near where I live in Harlow, and it's been like this for ages. People are bashing their cars up. The other day there was an ambulance with a burst tire. My Ferrari can't go through here at all, so me and the boys thought we would come and do it ourselves. Uh, sorry, I'm looking through these Sly Guys NFTs. Yep. Yeah.
0: Look at this one. That's not, uh, what? That is the Terminator. That's the Terminator. Yeah. Also, they're all this weird black guy with like terrible teeth, which I feel like is kind of racist. What is, oh, these are terrible. These are terrible. I'm sorry, I got very distracted by what is psych?
1: Is that Cyclops in a police outfit? Yeah. It's what just is going like, on? it's
0: randomly generated. There seems to be like this. this yeah, there's a shirt. There's, there's a tank a, top. These are randomly generated. Polo. Yeah. They're nine thousand. Weird. Th- these don't seem to have anything to do with Sly's career. No. Like, here's a green one with a, Cyclops, a Cyclops visor. I I don't understand this.
1: A bunch of them just look like Tyler, the creator. Is,
0: Yeah. Okay. Weird. It is weird. Anyway, keep keep doing your news thing.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that's about it. Uh, a spokesperson for the Essex highways, around where he lives, said they appreciated his enthusiasm but preferred that he let the professionals do the work. The problem with that, though, is that they're not fucking doing the work. Of course not. Which is why he, it took Rod Stewart to do it. Um, he's a hero, man. Yep. That's
0: that's like. The ultimate way to fuck you to the government is when you just get f- so fed up. I, I really that's the way to like channel rage in a good way. Is you get so fed up that you, you just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. Here's one that looks like I heard uh, he did it himself a lot in the 70s. Noob Cybot from Mortal Kombat. Scorpion,
1: you dumbass. Uh Noob is the black one. You He's fu- what he What what color is his gi? Black. What color is that guy's gi? Black. I see yellow yellow he's got yellow straps
0: that hold his gear, but he has a black face mask. That's noob cybot, you fucking loser. That's Scorpion. That is Scorpion wears yellow, Tim. What is that guy wearing? He's got he's got straps on for his swords. His face mask is black. It's if he not had a yellow face mask, he'd be Scorpion. Nah, that's If he had scorpion. a blue one, he'd be Sub-Zero. If he had a green one, he'd me, be the Poison you're telling Man. Me if
1: he was wearing a blue mask, but a yellow gi, he would be Sub-Zero.
0: No, he would be
1: Wolverine.
2: Are you <laughs> fucking stupid?
1: <laughs> he'd be Samurai Wolverine. <laughs> well, we got one last news story. Um, a paralyzed man... Uh, with the help of a brain implant has has uttered his first words in months uh this guy uh has reportedly had two square electrode arrays implanted in his brain through surgery in order to be in order to be able in in order to be able to communicate this was back in 20, March of 2019 uh which the brain implant hadn't been tested on a completely comatose patient yeah um what was his first communication just kill me no. Uh, so apparently, uh, it took him, a, it took, it took them a while to get him to, um, to, to understand how to process what he was, um, like they used eye tracking cameras to see if he could, you know, communicate with his eyes and blinks and stuff. And, um, it was uh let's see following several months of unsuccessful efforts uh to effectively communicate with him they they use this neurofeedback implant and uh, so they're getting his brain signals in real time uh but over the course of the last couple of years he was able to slowly communicate at a frustratingly slow rate of one character per minute holy shit um his first words I want a beer. <laughs> Uh, you might be in. This is actually an intervention. You might be an alcoholic. <laughs> he also uh, asked for a head massage mm. from his mother. He ordered some curry and uh, uh, asked to listen to Tool. Ugh. So he has terrible taste.
0: No wonder yeah. he's brain damage
1: uh the the complete the complete uh line of thought that they um translated was i would like to listen to the album by tool loudly. He should have asked to listen to Rod Stewart. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: Rod Stewart's a hero. Tool is uh just loud obnoxious noise.
1: So the thing is though i have uh i have two differing two differing uh versions of events of this story it's the same story but uh some people say that wanting to listen to tool was his first were his first words the other were um i want a beer i think i want a beer is better
0: i think i want a beer is better too yeah Yeah, they uh, it's tool propaganda that's been going out trying to make lying to you and saying that you're the, the tool he wanted tool first He wanted a beer first they're trying to suppress uh, Anheuser-Busch. Gotcha. So I shifted this to be only the most rarest of these sly guys. Yeah. Um, we've got him dressed. have got the black guy dressed as Jason Voorhees. Um, I think he's yeah. supposed to be Patrick Bateman here. And there's a Santa Claus one. Uh, there's one smoking uh, a lot of weed. There's a Jamaican I'm, I'm one. Vagley. Which one's that, Tim? Is that Scorpion 2, you stupid asshole? <laughs> That's Snake no or no, that's a uh, white shadow whatever the fuck I'm storm G. shadow whatever yeah. fucking gi joe oh look he's batman but it says sly on his chest huh this these are terrible this yeah. is like what people are wasting money on these ugly photos yeah also, have,
1: you've seen the monkeys haven't you
0: uh, i'm not gonna make a comment comparing this picture of a black man <laughs> to monkeys tim no, that's uh yeah. very oh look here's one of his mad cucks it's wild I should, Holy make some shit. Mad, I should make
2: some <laughs> Mad Cooks <laughs>
0: NFTs. Oh, boy. I wonder how hard that would be. Yeah. Probably not very. Fucking nickel a piece. Yeah. Buy all the Mad Cooks NFTs you want. Uh, there are no Rhinestone fans in the Sly Guys uh, Discord. Unfortunate. Yet. Yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim. But you know what it doesn't take care of? What? Our new Mad Cucks NFTs! <laughs> you can visit us at NFT forward slash dot biz. That's not a Ponzi scheme slash dot co dot U-A-C-A. C- a, and, and China is R- R- Russia or something dot R-U. If you want to visit us, then, if you... Want to help us out with that? You can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each episode, plus our monthly mini minisodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film, you vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch and record a feature-length commentary. And then we have our $50 spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a special guest. You can ban someone from the Discord or ban someone from the voicemails or limit the time, change the format, ask for special content. Anything you can think of, we will do our best to make happen. And so we thank all our patrons, big and small. You helped make our show possible. We couldn't do it without you. But let's get back to some issues, Tim. What is your
1: second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. The birthday boy. Dick um, the birthday boy. Yeah, Dick the birthday boy. Uh, Tad, when you were a kid, I assume you enjoyed your birthday parties. I did not. No? I was not allowed to have birthday parties. Too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, man. So...
0: Tim, let me give you an example of one of the birthday parties that I had as a kid. Sure, my tenth birthday, yeah. we had a birthday party. Now, now, what is what do the guests normally bring to a a birthday party? Presents. And what do guests usually not leave with at a birthday party? The same presents. Yeah. So we had a birthday party when I was 10 where everybody brought a gift uh-huh. and we laid them out in a circle and we walked around in the circle and you sat down and you got to keep the gift that was in front of you. What? <laughs> yeah. Weird. It was weird. Yeah. My mom picked it up from some other psychopath's birthday we went to. Huh. She was like, we're going to do that for your birthday too. And I was like, fucking why? Why? Here's all this cool shit for you,
1: Tab. Not. Not. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, not a fan of birthdays. Okay. Yeah. Well, this isn't necessarily about Hey, why do you like to years? spend
0: your birthdays alone
1: and just yeah, quiet and be yeah. left alone? I yeah, gee, I, I, I fucking don't know. wonder. <laughs> Man, doesn't make any sense now. Um So, I was at the Slipknot concert and uh I got there, let's see, doors opened at 5:30. I arrived at about 5:25 to see the line down the block around the corner and i i i I started walking down that way then i saw like another fork of the line had started Mm -hmm. from the front right where like i was standing so i just kind of walked a couple steps into the back of that line and everyone's everyone that is joining that line was the same thoughts i had was like uh is this like the is there a different thing between these lines? Or is this like the weird VIP line? Or what's going on here? Are they the same? I mean, it's a big arena. It turns out it was just another line. Yeah. Uh, that I ended up <laughs> near the front of. So I walk in, I go I go through all the
2: scanning the scanning
1: not? and the tickets and all that, sh- all that shit. And uh the finger in your butthole. Yeah, yeah. I see the merch and I was like, I could go look at merch, but I could do that afterwards also. Yeah. I was I usually if it's a if it, a big show like that, I I don't go check it out at first. Uh, so I go down to the pit, and I was thinking I would be a couple rows back. I mean, the barricade was taken, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Yeah. So I, I I'm right there, front and center. And uh, if anyone hasn't ever been to a metal show, uh. There are the assholes that, um, they're like, I listen to this because this is the way I live my life. I'm yeah. angry all the time, but most, but honestly, like most people, um, are like, yeah, I listen to that music because I enjoy it. And you know, a lot, I know a lot of people that like, or I like metal because like that's how I get my, you know, that's how I release my anger. I listen to this angry music, and it takes it away from me. So I'm not angry in real life. I'm a nice, joyous person. Some of these shows have been like the like the most polite and you know nice shows I've been to. and so you know, I'm there an hour early, basically yeah, uh before the show's gonna start and I'm sort of chatting with the people around me and there's a couple next to me and they've brought their two kids. oh wow. yeah. one of them's one of them was like, probably 12 13 big slipknot fan had the hoodie on and everything right and then the kid is uh like six or so five probably five or six and the dad was like i'm so proud of him man he wanted he wanted to come to this concert for christmas this was his christ one of his christmas presents oh that's cool yeah yeah he was like i want to go to a concert dad and and he's like well what do you want to go he's like i want to see the guys with the masks He doesn't even know the names. Eh. Okay. Anyways, uh, so that we're taking the Blue Man Group. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, that family, it was they was they were it was great. He was like, I'm gonna put him up on my shoulders during the show. It's gonna be awesome. They were wonderful. So show starts. Uh, the opener plays. Uh, second opener plays. Slipknot comes on. And as we're waiting for Slipknot to come on, uh, if you've ever been at a big concert, when the opener starts, there's usually like a big shift in the crowd. Yeah. Everyone really wants, everyone's really hyped to see them. Yeah. And they're like, I want to be as close as possible and I am not good with time management. So I'm going (laughs) to shove, I'm going to, I'm going to like get as close as I can to the stage and sort of shove everyone forward. And a little bit of that was happening. Everyone's sort of packing in like sardines, right? And then, like, I'm really getting pushed in my, from my back. And it's from, like, the back right of the audience, this lady's coming. This lady's, like, pushing her way through. Like, forcefully pushing her way through to the front. Yeah. And she's like, make way, make way. There's a kid. Mm. Right? And there's a kid he was probably, like, 9 or 10 trying to make his way through the front. And she's like, "Okay, everyone, make way! It's his birthday. Ugh. It's his birthday, so he deserves to be at the front. At the front, but not with having to do any of the sacrifice, like getting
0: in on time.
1: Yeah, because that—that's well, probably that was not his decision. Right? That was his shitty parents that didn't get yeah, in here yeah, yeah, early yeah. enough to get in the front. But, but." It's not his fault, but I'm still blaming him. That's something he could learn from his parents. Sure, sure, sure. If you want to be front
0: row to concert, you need to be there before the fucking doors open or just know someone who will let you in before the doors open.
1: There's a certain way to do this that is uh, socially (laughs) accessible, (laughs) socially uh, acceptable, nepotism included. Yes. Um, The problem, though, is that it's not just the kid that has to come forward, of course, Right, it's the whole family. He's the kid. So it's the whole family has to come through. Yeah. So the mom is 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 behind him and pushing should've him Alberta through. Should have elbowed her right in the throat. <clears> throat> oh, sorry, man. I, the whole time I, I was, I mean, I I was just like, fuck your kid. You know? Yeah. It, it's his birthday. So what? What if it's my fucking birthday? Yeah, pushing me behind. That's what you should have said. Right? It's
0: my birthday. Yeah. And I paid for these. And tickets. I paid for these tickets. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so. Then the dad comes in and he's he's kind of away from the mom and the kid, but he's close enough where you can see him and which is uh fucking right up against me. Uh as as opposed to the big titted goth girl who was right up against me the whole show before. Yeah. Uh and so now I've got this fucker, you know, right next to me. And he's like, Oh, I can see my kid right here is plenty good. Mm-hmm. And I had a I had I had A great viewing angle. I was there was no one taller than me in front of me. The tall, the 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 like the next person that was taller than me was way off my periphery. Uh, I had two big titty goth girls right next to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I had. I mean, I. I perfect viewing angle. Nothing obstructed until this guy who is about an inch shorter than me, but like fucking right up against me comes in. And I just wanted to be like, hey, man, fuck you and your kid. So you should have said. Yeah, should have said it.
2: Yeah,
0: you should have just been like, no, get back to the – because I've – you know, people do that at the concerts where they'll try and, like, snake their way up to the front, and I'm I'm good at that. But, like, sometimes you just have to tell people no. When I went and saw Cake, there was – we got in, admittedly, I got in half an hour before doors opened because I know someone that works at the venue. I saw the long-ass line, and I was like – hey, um uh, anyway, you guys could let me in early because I don't yep. want to stand outside for an hour. And they were like, yeah, come on in. And so <laughs> I was right there, center of the stage, right up against the stage, and this woman, who is probably waiting in line all day. <laughs> probably. Kept trying to
1: shove her way into my space. Yeah. The whole show is very yep. annoying. Like, get fucking back over on your side. Like, there is there is, you know, unwritten protocol when it comes to this stuff. You know, someone leaves to go get a beer, and like, they don't have someone being like, I'm guarding this spot. You're free to walk in. Right. Yeah. yeah. If someone, if someone leaves their spot, you, you go forward and you fill the space. You don't leave that empty space. Right. Yeah. Which, you know, just sort of ha- generally happens over the course of concerts. And so, you know, you, you, you almost never end up where you were in the beginning, unless you're like on the barricade or rail. Yeah. Um. But fuck those people that are, that are. The, like one, using your kid. Using your kid to make your experience yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, using your kid. That's absolutely to, disgusting. But also like, oh, you have a child as opposed to fucking everyone else in the world. Oh, that, it's like the signs you see a
0: baby on board. Yeah. Like fucking put a sign on the back of my car, taxpayer on board. Maybe don't fucking rear end me because uh-huh. if I'm out of work, like who's going to pay for your roads? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hate that sense of entitlement yep. with... With people um you know my family we go to the circus every year for my sister's birthday the actor shrine circus always comes on the weekend of my uh, my sister's birthday like clockwork yep. for the last for 30 years and i think last year it was it was not on her actual birthday but we always go for her birthday mm-hmm. right do you know what we do to make sure we have good seats for the circus you get there at a reasonable we buy the reserved front row oh, tickets there you go easy way C- center ring center section we sit you in spend like the a little same more money. fucking chairs yeah. every year you spend yeah. a little more
1: money but then you don't have to get there super early and wait nope. for a good seat yeah we like that's what we do we we
0: don't so yeah sure sometimes you know she wears the uh, sash that has her birthday or she's got a button that says happy birthday or whatever. And yeah, sure, sometimes she'll get special treats from people because it is her birthday. But we don't ask for those things. We buy souvenirs. Mm-hmm. We buy a photo with the clowns every year. Uh, that they, they do this thing where you, you get a photo with the clowns and they print it out and put it on a button. So she has this... Jacket, or when we go to the circus, we'll pin all the good. Because sometimes the buttons are kind of shitty, like. But all the good buttons. So she has this jacket full of buttons with her with the clowns, and then she gets her picture taken. Mm-hmm. And now that button, then this year's button has all the last year's buttons. Yeah, in it yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's your birthday. You have to spend money if you want to get if you want to be in front row for your birthday. You got to get there early. Yep. If you want to have. Uh, st- steak for every meal you're gonna have to go shell out some cash <laughs> yeah like just because i fucking hate people that think their birthday is some special day yeah. oh yeah it's a day you congratulations you made it around the sun one more time with your <laughs> useless stupid fucking head attached to your useless stupid fucking body do you know what it is for the other uh 90 of people today just a fucking tuesday yep. so go away stop Imposing yourself on others—it's the same way. Because I hate that shit. When you go to a restaurant, right? Yep. I go to a restaurant. I'm paying for dinner. I'm paying for an experience that doesn't include some shit stain Ugh. three tables down. Get happy birthday! It's your special day. Happy <laughs> birthday! Welcome to Texas Roadhouse. You are so fucking gay. Like. Yeah. With their whole staff, where now, you know, the staff gets distracted for five minutes while they sing you a song. So I'm not getting a refill of my soda or my my meal is delayed. I'm also a paying customer. It's not my birthday. I would like to be treated with respect of having people not annoy me. Yeah. I would love a restaurant just be like, oh, at, uh
1: oh, it's Tim's birthday. Oh, that's great. Why don't you guys eat somewhere else? Yeah. (laughs) Or at, or at Handle Breakers. Here's our birthday. Here's our birthday package. He's like, nothing, just pointing to nothing. Right? Here's our birthday package. So, yeah, can I get the, uh, it's our, it's our, it's a, it's a little Timmy's birthday. Can we get the, uh, the birthday package? Sure.
0: <laughs> Here's, yeah, here you go. It's a, it's a cardboard sign that just says birthday package is totally blank. They just give you It is your eyes. birthday. Yeah. no.
1: Nobody on the staff is going to sign. Or or, this. Or, or or, even better, like, whose birthday is it today? It's, I heard it's a birthday. We got a birthday. Little Timmy. All right, here you go, little Timmy. Just, pow, just sock him <laughs> in the <laughs> face. <laughs> Guess what? Keep my fucking wife's name out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? No one gives a shit if it's your birthday.
0: Yeah, statistically speaking, there are 9 billion people on the planet. So what is that, like a million people I'm, a day having oh, a birthday at or least. something? Well, it's 9 billion
1: divided by 365, yeah, really. I'm not good at math. Well, no. with some off ratios for like Christmas and, you know. What do you mean? Do more people born on Christmas than other days? No, more people born nine months after Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're
0: saying. Uh, 24,657,534 people a day yep. on average uh for all those people playing at home yeah I I hate that imposition of people on their birthday you know go out and I, I'm you know people can't want to spend their birthdays yeah. you know I on my birthday we went out and and drank on truck and Tuckin''s birthday we went to an amusement park on your birthday we got together and cooked steaks and and watched movies yeah. like, People want to celebrate their birthday in vastly different ways, just depending on your personality. But I think the thing about specifically the three of us is that none of our methods of celebrating our birthday imposed on anyone yeah. other than each other, Yes, but only in the sense that we were already committed to, hey, <laughs> what are we doing, Tim, what are we doing for your birthday? Yes. Yeah. Like. I wasn't like, "Hey guys, I want you to come over, and we're gonna like go get dressed up, and we're gonna go out." And do it, it was like, "What do you want to do for your birthday?" Like, "Oh, let's go out to eat, and then let's go, you know, have some drinks and Indigo, and we'll have a good time." Like that was, that was it. Yeah. I. But people, you know, they they think that. They think that they're, it's like they're king and it's this lie that you're Mm -hmm. given as a kid where it's like, Oh, it's your special day. And I'm not, I'm not saying you should like celebrate you. Like, no, I have
1: fond memories of my childhood birthdays.
0: I'm not saying you should ruin your kids' lives by giving them weird parties where everyone gets to leave with their gifts, but (laughs) I am saying that maybe like you could have, you could kind of tone it down. I I think by the time you're a teenager, it starts to become. It does tone down,
1: right? Yeah, it totally, it's like, well. it goes from like invite all invite everyone in your class when you're five, yeah. right? To like you know you're you're eight nine ten. It's like oh, invite all your your favorite friends you know that you want to mm-hmm. come. But then you start getting you, you know you get like 12, 13, 14. It's like oh, you have your your two best friends over and we'll go see a movie or something, right? It starts getting that, you know, it starts it getting smaller, smaller, and smaller and more intimate. And then,
0: and then you turn 18 and all your friends who are like, yeah, yeah, we're going to hang out after we get off work are like, ah, uh, nah, we're ditching you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was also that was my 18th birthday, yeah. too. Yeah. I have a long history of shitty birthdays. Yeah. That's why I do not give a fuck about mine. Yeah. Um, People, people are always on like, what? Oh, you, you, uh, your birthday, what are you going to do do, do anything special? No. I'm gonna be left the fuck alone. Yeah. Perfect birthday. <laughs> do you want me to get what do you want for your birthday? I don't want anything. I don't want a gift. I just you can send a text, yep. m- maybe. Um I'm sure there's some I'm sure there's like if a psychologist heard this, they'd be like, he has deep underlying trauma, blah, 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 blah. But what I think it is, I'm just a lot more considerate of other people than you are. <laughs> uh anyway. Yeah. Birthday, fuck birthday, boys. Yep. You should have just picked that kid up by. Like, oh, it's oh, it's his birthday. Oh, you've been around the. How many times you've been around the world, little bitch? Eight. You're eight, nine, nine times you've been around the world. Guess what? You're not hitting ten. Pick him up by the ankles and just smash his fucking
2: head. <laughs>
0: just thing him full speed right his head right into the fucking oh, barricade.
1: I, the best. The the cherry on top, and then just head the dead body to his mom. There you go, bitch. The cherry on top was when, when like five songs in he turned around i i see him turn around to his mom and he was and he was like it's too loud here i don't like it you know yeah uh, the pyro went off and he fucking flinched and i was and i was like <laughs> and eventually him and mom had to leave and then the dad had to leave and the big tiny goth girls push back in yep, yeah yep.
0: yeah that is all worth it anyway that's a good issue tim thank you here's what i don't get Meta, oh, yeah. I am really, really at my wit's end with meta content. Um, t- I saw this, I, I have obviously haven't been watching Star Trek Picard, but I did see uh, in one of the discords, maybe it was on PayPig, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm trying to think it was the same thing I saw about it. And they're like, the punk rocker yep. from Star Trek 4 yep. is in this episode of, of Picard, Picard yeah. that's set in 2024, yes, two years from now, yeah. yeah. Uh, Star Trek 4 is set in like 1986 yeah. or 85. Whatever year it came out, that's when it's set. And and so,
1: he is aged the same amount. He's aged Zach. the
0: same amount, right? Now, I'm not an expert, uh-huh. but um, I'm thinking most people who are into punk rock in 1985. Yeah. Kind of looking like Carl from Who Are These Podcasts now? Like middle class, uh-huh. gray hair, big glasses. Yep. Like they really let the punk rock oh, scene yeah. go. Not this guy. They dressed him like Ex- spitting image. They yes. even gave him the same fucking boombox. Like, yep. No one's listened to a boombox in 2024. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a boombox, like even in someone's garage? Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Oh, remember the remember punk rock guy from fucking. Uh, Star Trek 4 we got to throw that in there and that's this meta hum this meta humor where we have to constantly be aware of that we're consuming content. Yeah. And I just I'm I can't handle it. I'm yeah. I'm doing this show right now that is a like you're watching a morality play being put on so there's like the morality play happening but then they break the fourth wall of the morality play to acknowledge that they're doing a Broadway musical to you the audience uh, and it's just obnoxious that Broadway has fallen so in love with doing shows about making shows ever since the producers was, it was a hit yeah, it was yeah. like, there's a show within this show and we, we got to, we're telling you both stories that the movies about making movies. And it's just, it's just too much. You're not, your industry's not that interesting. No. Like this when you tell interesting stories is interesting. Yeah, yeah. As a person who's interested in film and theater, I find the behind the scenes stories interesting. Yes. But watching a show about making shows is not fucking interesting. No. Uh I, like with very, very few exceptions. Like the Jim Files, which is a documentary about making a short form YouTube video. Yeah but i find that interesting in the same way in the same in the same way you know what i fucking really hate here's a mini issue right now i cannot stand diminutive names my name is tab F- don't my name's not chief or skipper or bud or wow. It's my name is tab and I fucking hate being called anything other than my name. And I know people are going to do this out of spite now in the voicemails, but I just can't stand it. This one fucking guy constantly calls me chief or boss. My name just don't, I don't need a fucking nickname. Hey there. Buckaroo. Buckaroo. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, God damn it. Anyway, that I, I would watch a behind the scenes making of a movie too. Because I'm interested in that kind of documentary style, yeah. but that's also documentary style. They're not that's making also, a dramatized show yeah. about making a show. Yeah, and that's the you're just not that fucking interesting. Like the disaster artist. The, like, like, the
1: disaster artist is a great like the, example. The story of it. behind the making of that. Film is
0: not interesting at all. Tommy Wiseau is a lunatic and decided to make a movie where he played
1: himself as a twenty-five-year-old yeah, yeah. who's not from like Slovakia or some shit. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, I'm saying like the the book though, like like this the the story of the making of that film, the craziness that is Tommy Wiseau, mm-hmm. it was the interesting part. Yeah, making that a fictionalized making that version. a fictionalized version without yeah is ridiculous and not needed, not needed at all. And it's just ego.
0: It's yeah. ego of being like, we are so important that we need to have our stories told outside of just, like you play pretend good. That's what you do. Yeah. You're a good pretend player. I'm good at making pretend players sound nice. That's what I, Is my job interesting enough to make a fictionalized drama about it? Absolutely not. <laughs> they sure. tried it too. They did that uh, Studio 50 uh, they did 30 Rock but then they did like Studio yeah. 50 on the Sunset Strip or something oh, like yeah. Matthew, yeah Perry, Matthew Perry and it was a one hour long drama about making a Saturday Night Live S show yeah. and it got cancelled after a season yep. because they're like well it's kind of a drama it's kind of a comedy it had no tonal quality they're trying to do Saturday Night Live sketches in the middle of trying to tell like a story an Aaron yeah. Sorkin S drama about solving a problem but the problem is the same every week <laughs> that's the that's why theater's not interesting to yeah. like watch what happens because it's the same fucking problem every week hey this show at our theater now we have to make it happen yeah okay
1: all right next week a new show ended up at our theater. we gotta make it happen yeah. like the way the, the reason 30 rock works is because none of it is almost none of it's
0: about ma- the making of the show it's about the fucking lunatics that yeah, are that work yeah. for it yeah i but it still has that that level of um like ego oh, yeah. and narcissism that's just so fucking unbecoming of human beings and and to me none of it's interesting like i'm not i don't want to be made aware that i'm watching a show so i tried tried to watch uh, house of cards yeah i watched a little bit of that and then he's like talking to the camera it's like oh, uh, yeah. i don't really care for this i don't mind i don't mind voiceover in film mm-hmm. where you're exploring the character's internal monologue yeah sometimes it's handled well, sometimes it's handled very, very not well. Uh, It's a really hard thing to do well. I don't mind that, but when they like turn to you and they're like, hey, let me like Bernie Mac show. Yeah. That was it was like it was funny. I I wanted to enjoy it, but then he'd be like, he'd be sitting in his chair and be like, America, are you seeing this? (laughs) Like, oh, no. Yeah. It's I don't know. It'd be like I'm sure I'm sure at some point we're going to have a show on television about making a podcast and then there's going to be a podcast reviewing that podcast that show and the meta is just going to get to be too much and then the meta need to Include the in-jokes. Like, Star Trek Picard, uh, they were talking about Red Letter Media, and I think Mike described it as a blender, where they're just, like, fucking putting every piece of Star Trek thing they can put in there, and just pouring this slop out in front of you, being like, remember punk rock guy? Remember Guinan? Remember Borg? Remember, like, Mm. the Mirror
1: Universe, except not the Mirror It's just embarrassing. None of it that actually applies to what the show should be. What did the show is trying to be about well it's like a great example of this is star trek
0: just look at the star trek in the 90s right star trek the next generation had to take was taking star trek and then we're making it for a new yes a new format new era and sure it did have references to the original series and the stuff going on by nature of that it's like the same shared it's universe a, yeah, 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 but If you took every episode of TNG and put it on a big wheel, and you fucking spun that wheel and landed on an episode and watched the whole episode start to finish, the percentage chances of them being like,
1: remember Scotty, are very low. Very low. Bones is an episode. Scotty's in an episode. Spock's in in an episode in an episode the,
0: the naked now they it's i mean yeah pretty much straight rip off of the naked time from the original series like yeah. there are definitely a handful in the first season there's a little bit more a little bit more yeah there's there's references they they talk about things that happened in the past and but largely tng is a show about tng about those characters and what they're doing yep. and. And the same thing with Deep Space Nine. In Deep Space Nine, yes, there is there are episodes where the Enterprise comes to yeah. Deep Space Nine, and some of those characters come over, and Worf comes from from Deep Space Nine and talks about his time on the Enterprise, and of course, it being all part of this big shared universe. They reference events that happens, but again, big wheel spin it. What's it going to be about?
1: It's, it, it was it's almost gonna be about like, the
0: characters on Deep Space
1: Nine doing a Deep Space Nine thing. Yeah, and it's almost like it was a it was a spinoff. It is, yeah. Well, I mean, like a like the way like they they, they do backdoor Pilots these days. Yes. Like oh, the, oh, so we had the episode where we introduced Ensign Rowe. Uh, now we're gonna do the Ensign Row show. The Ensign Row show, and the same thing with Voyager. I think Voyager. Even more so. Even more so because,
0: because it's so the, isolated. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. In the later seasons, we start to talk, we start to see Reginald Barclay a lot, and William Riker appears in an episode mm-hmm. of, of Voyager. But on the whole, that yeah, it's and you know Thomas Riker appears in Deep Space Nine. On the whole, it's a show that's about what's going on in that show, yeah. and the fact that the that it's news of any kind. That the punk from Star Trek Four is in Picard is, frankly, tells me that the show is devoid of any. Oh, of il- course, yeah. Real content, yeah. Because if it was like, oh yeah, in this week's episode of Star Star Trek Picard, he goes on an adventure and does this thing and solves his problem, and faces this moral dilemma, like that's your write up, right? My review of Star Trek, sure. uh, Episode Picard, episode three is blah 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 blah. But in this one, they're like, "Punk from Star Trek Fours and episode of Picard." How crazy is that?
1: Okay, that but what happened? But in the what episode? happened
0: in the episode? I have no. Fu- no we don't. We no. don't actually know because this is written by retards. Then so it's yeah. just chaos. But we have to reference it in the meta because it's all part of the. It's all part of one universe. Remember,
1: and That's it's why it's I remember gave up, berries. Yeah, it's why I gave up watching the CW superhero stuff. Because it always had to cross reference itself, and I wasn't, you know, if you're not watching every show, it's like, uh, because they wouldn't just do the thing where like, oh, now here, super Superman just joined in, and he's going to be here for the fight. It would be like they they would do that, but it would be like you have to watch, you have to watch this episode of the Flash with a with that has crossover stuff in it. This episode of Supergirl that has crossover stuff in it. This episode of Legends of Tomorrow that has crossover stuff in it. This this episode of Arrow that has crossover stuff in it. And then you can watch the two hour like Crisis episode crossover thing. It's like yeah, but I'm not caught up with two of those shows, or I don't watch two of those shows. So and those that's parts two and three of a five part story. Yeah,
0: it's like I so I read this um, when I was reading the Star Trek books. I read I was. Working my way through Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. like everything post season seven, yeah. and because it's like it's almost a season eight, and during that there's this gate- I like they do that there's this gateways book where it was a crossover event where there was a gateways book for th- the TOS yeah. books and TNG etc etc etc. So in order to read the Deep Space Nine book because it all all of them culminate in one final book yes. and. I had to read all those books and a lot of them were terrible. And then it turns out the final book was just the last chapter of each individual book. Not really a crossover event of any kind. Yeah. And I was pissed because I wasted a huge amount of time reading all those books for no payoff. And it didn't actually affect the storyline of the deep space nine that I was trying to follow.
1: Yeah. I hate when they fucking do that, man, but it's all, it's
0: all mixed in together. We got to cross it all, all, all apart. And I just, Nobody fucking cares. Make your make your stuff consumable for the the consumer. Like let me just watch a let me just watch a play and have it be about a, telling a story about characters and and plot and arcs and yeah. interest. Let what, me watch a what TV. What it is is
1: like it's the the first time that happens, it's groundbreaking and usually good mm-hmm. and people love it. And so they're like, "Oh, well that's if that is what is doing so well. We need to do more of that, which is why like Marvel, like Marvel has one or two huge and DC also does this like event comic events per year, per year when it used to just be, just be like, Hey, like some guy would think of like, Hey, I want to do this uh, crazy thing. And I kind of need like some X-Men to go with my Avengers and stuff. Okay, cool. We'll do this like a cool crossover thing. And we'll, you know, uh, whereas now it's like planned out. Yeah, like we have to make, you know, and oh, we gotta, the, hit, we gotta hit our fall sweeps crossover event. It's the 25th anniversary of Secret Wars. Let's do Secret Wars again, but it's we're just call, we're gonna call it Secret Wars 2022, but it's gonna be something totally different. I'm just gonna use the name, to try and get that's people that's to buy what it. they've been doing the last couple of years. Well, yeah, Heroes Reborn, um, which is a totally different thing, and
0: yeah, the meta plays like we did Tootsie a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it's it, they they adapted the movie Tootsie, which I yes. watched after doing the play, the musical. And the movie is not bad. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you think it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. But it's a nice little story, has kind of a stupid ending. Uh and Dustin Hoffman is understandable as a character. Yeah. In the musical, the Dustin Hoffman character is a asshole Mm -hmm. and intolerable and like the like a bill murray character bill murray's in the original tootsie yeah yeah uh and he's he also the they like did it in 2015 so they put in a bunch of 2015 Uh humor like fidget spinners and the the blue dress gold dress debacle and it's just it's so beyond cringeworthy and they're like kind of teasing at the Me Too movement. And, but then at the end, when he reveals that he's a man, he what he's essentially done is he auditions for a, a supporting actress role as a woman, and then he gets into rehearsals and does the thing he always does makes which it about is, himself, which is tells the director that they're worthless and tries to change the script, which gets him fired when he's a man, but for whatever reason doesn't get him fired as a woman. And so they changed the script around so now his supporting role is the starring role uh-huh. and he's now stolen a lead starring role for a woman as a man and that's not addressed in the story at all and it's like <laughs> these are the things that I'm watching this and going like this would be interesting. this would be interesting but nope, we yeah. just have to kind of power on through because this show's already three and a half hours long and sucks and and they changed it in the t- in the movie he's doing a uh soap opera TV show yeah yeah. So it's like a daily, he's on every day, and the women are seeing this character. And they're like, that's an interesting character. And I like it. On Broadway, nobody fucking knows who you are. <laughs> nobody fucking knows who you are. No. Nobody listening to this podcast can name a Broadway a star. A Broadway star. Not one. I work in theater, and I think I could maybe name one. Yeah. And that's because she's from here. <laughs> here you go. This one doesn't count. Kristen Chenoweth. Oh.
1: Boom. Broadway star. But like no one knows her because of Broadway. Oh. Lynn manuel Miranda. There's two. I guess. Yeah.
0: That's how she got her stardom was, was on Broadway. And then she went into TV and movies. Yeah. Because she was, she originated the part of Glinda in Wicked.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Fuck oh, the Oh, the, the other lady from Wicked. Yeah. She's a frozen lady
2: oh no yeah. I, I don't know her name don't know her name either
1: i mean i've heard it before i probably recognize it adina menzel yeah adele DeZim.
0: yeah yeah what are you saying it backwards like she's mr mix <laughs> uh it's how john travolta said it mm. when he introduced her anyway well this is that's that's my issue and that's our episode this has been here's what i don't get i'm tab burt
1: i'm Tim hannah breaker catch you guys next week see ya
0: I'll call in the Here's We Get Hotline. Call us at 704 750 9434 and tell us what you don't get, like this guy here. Hey, Kappa Jimmy. Uh, you and know what I don't get. Um, having to wait in a secret line when you go to like stores that have online ordering now. Uh, you know, where, like, it's it's almost your turn, and then, like, some, f- like, fucko in high school walks up with, you know, ten seats on his arms. just like, group, I guess I got to do these now. And then I, I just stand there. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was about to eat. Turns out, I, like, I'm a mile back. Yeah, I'm a mile from the border. Like, I know, but it's fucking insane. I hate it. It's, it's complete bullshit. They should, these motherfuckers need to just come to the store and order then. I, I don't know. It drives me fucking crazy. I, maybe it's because I don't do it and I don't get to take advantage of the bullshit, the, the line cutting that goes on there. But yeah, drives me fucking insane, guys. All right. I'll talk to you later. I I hate that online order pickup. Like Walmart's tried to do the thing where it's like a, almost a lounge. Yeah. You walk in, there are like seven people there. Like, I got it. do. Do those people exist, or the or the, the when you do the pickup and you just like pull into a spot and text, and mm-hmm. you can't tell how many people are around you or no. if you're even being acknowledged. I, yeah. don't, I don't. He's exactly right. You're you're in a you're in a line that they just kind of pretend is convenient,
1: and and they uh, decentralized it. They need to segregate, uh, like in restaurants. There needs to be like a DoorDash here mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Well uh, this Walmart by me,
0: I think they I think they've created a bigger back room because they're going like as much pickup uh-huh. as possible. Uh see so we got another one here.
2: Hey guys, Mr. Scurvy. <laughs> um Tim. That's it. That's
0: the whole voicemail. That's the whole voicemail. Huh? Tim. Yeah. It, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a birthday boy?
2: <laughs>
0: you know you know what I don't get? Not going to war with Ukraine? Think about it. For every soldier that dies, that's one pension that we don't have to pay out. save it on taxes, man.
2: Gotta do that shit. I'll talk to you guys later. Oh. Tim Tim. You're a cool dude.
1: That's it. Is there a Borat not at the end of that? Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: no, he left another voicemail that says yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but then every soldier that's injured, we have to pay disability to for like the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. So it probably ends up balancing out. Yeah, we should, we should not go to war with Ukraine because we should just stop do We should just all the troops that are not in America. We should just bring them back to America. Bring all that shit back to America, and stop putting in infrastructure in other places. Just fucking send the military out to fix our roads.
2: Mm -hmm. They they can't do any worse job than the contractors. (laughs) Hey, Captain Tim, it's Mister Scurvy. Uh, Tim, smart move not uh, going on to the second season of Upload because the reason
0: why they killed that guy is got to be one of the dumbest reasons I've ever seen in a television show. Yeah. Um, I also didn't look at it as a comedy, more of a lighthearted sci-fi dystopia. Yeah. Um, so maybe that yeah. helped me along a little bit more than you. Um, and then the only other thing is in regards to celebrity excess, uh might be too long to explain the voicemail, no, but look up Hedonic Setpoint does a good job of explaining why celebrities are like that. Have a good one, guys. Stay curious. Looking up what?
1: Is it hedonic? Yeah, uh, that's is it hedonistic?
2: Set point does a good job of explaining. In regards to celebrity excess, uh, might be too long to explain the voicemail.
0: No, but look up hedonic set point does a hedonic good set job points? of explaining
2: why celebrities are like that. Have a good one, guys. Stay curious. I will have to Google that.
0: Why can't we, uh, I love the, the only, the only good thing that came out of Will Smith slapping that Chris Rock was mm-hmm. the memes where it's just Norm MacDonald and then a Norm MacDonald like quote. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. It was yeah. was like, I think you slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Imagine what he'd do if someone fucked his wife. <laughs> 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 What a, what a stupid waste of time and and people's energy and, and it's just a distraction. Hey, don't 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 ignore that. Uh, Malia Obama was doing coke lines with Hunter Biden on his laptop. Possibly Lady Gaga too. It's all not news. Ignore the fact that gas is three sixty five a gallon. It's mm-hmm. the cheapest I've seen it. it was a 7 Seven Eleven and more yesterday? <laughs> three sixty five. Man, yeah. Considering two years ago, I was buying gas for you know two bucks and some two bucks change, change yeah. and then everybody stayed home, so I started buying gas. Almost dropped below a dollar until so It got, it, I, I'm trying to remember if regular and leaded got all the way below a dollar. I know ethanol free got to like one o nine or one fifteen. Yeah, it was insane. That's why I was driving. I was just driving around yeah. doing fuck yeah. all because it's like <laughs> gas costs nothing. This is incredible. <laughs> Now it's like, ah, oh, do I really need to go to work today? Yep. Can I work remotely? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good thing. Everyone knows how to re- work remotely now because they're yeah. not gonna be able to. I swear to God, another another couple dollars up, and the only people on the road are gonna be like truckers and motorcyclers. Yeah, s- s- this is, this summer, you are going to see a shocking number of oh, motorcycles yeah. on the road. because yeah. motorcycle gets even even a one like mine that's a pretty much a gas guzzler, fifty miles a gallon. Motorcycles and those uh, the the lime scooters. Oh yeah, people are gonna take lime scooters to work until the batteries die. Yeah. Uh, they have on the on the college campus I'm on. They have scooters, but that you sit on. Oh, sit and it's a, it's not Bird or Lime. It's another brand. Fagio. Uh, <laughs> uh actually, I actually think it's Vio. You know, vice city. Little throwback. vice city jokes, man. There was we did prices right live, and that was a one of the prizes was a fagio. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, ah, it's a it's a Vespa. I'm like, nah, it's a Honda. <laughs> Vespas are a lot more expensive. They're not giving one of those away.
2: Ah, uh, anyway, well, that's our episode. Thanks everybody for listening. Fagio you <laughs>